Welcome back to Podcast 50 of 2023. I'm your host, Kiev O'Neill. You can follow me on Twitter at OBKiev. Follow us at The Ozbreakers and follow us on social media slash The Ozbreakers. This episode is being brought to you by Betfred Sports. For up to 250 bucks worth of free bets, please visit theodsbreakers.com slash bet now. Terms, conditions, and location apply. If you'd like to support the Ozbreakers and benefit from our premium plays, please visit theozbreakers.com. Click shop and become a member. Pick any for winning cappers to get their premium plays before the line moves. You can also support us on patreon.com. If nothing else, please visit the Ozbreakers and become a free picks and telegram subscriber. Also, hop on our Discord channel. Just click on our website and you will be able to find it right under newsletter. We are starting NFL discussions right now. Also, to any members out there, I just made some premium plays, so I hope you are checking your Telegram and your email for those as they are sent out and lines are a-moving. If anybody out there is interested in what we did last week, I went 5-2 and in the first week of NFL preseason. So that is 16-6 since the beginning of last year. Uh, Really happy with the results. Going to keep on moving on. Just waiting on some lines to move. Literally, the market has been all over the place. This preseason football completely disagreed with some of those line moves, such as the Jets going from favorites to plus three and a half, plus four point dogs. An absolute head scratcher when it comes to a guy like Robert Sala uh, going against a guy that doesn't really care about preseason so much in Frank Reich. Fucking bullshit! Well, it wasn't bullshit for us because I actually hit that one again as well as the poor line move on the Buffalo Bills game. But anyway, we have a great show for you today because I'm going to get into some preseason football week two. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Before we get into that, if you'd like to become a member, I have a promo going on for myself, 75 bucks a month for life to become a member of myself at the oddsbreakers.com. Don't have to use any promo codes for that. But if you'd like to get any of our football packages, you can use a promo code in football 2023 to get a hundred bucks off any package. We got some great cappers out there with some great plays. You can see them at the oddsbreakers.com. Look at Rocco already shooting out a bunch of free plays. Sean Kanaki, Kyle Hunter's there. Plenty of value to be had with some of these promo codes. And just like I do every week, I send out plays when I make them. As soon as I make them, I send them out because the most important thing is getting ahead of the line moves. We had the Ravens at minus 162. That thing went all the way up to minus 250. It actually came back down to minus 200 on that money line. And I actually feel bad then for anybody that took that minus five on the Ravens because uh, they really got <laughs> some bad luck. Up by seven and Brown throws a pick six. Thank God they stopped the two-point conversion because you're looking at the end of the game there. And then the Ravens about to score another touchdown. They do, and it gets called back by a holding play that would have covered for you. So that's like a 13, 14-point swing. But, hey, that's preseason for you, and that's why I really lean towards the money lines when it comes to the favorites. And even a little bit on the dogs. you got to sprinkle that money line a little bit because there's just a lot more variance that happens in preseason football. 
You know, I think a lot of these lines are being over-adjusted, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a few minutes. But before that segment, I also want to say that we're going to be at the Circa Las Vegas on August 24th through the 27th. On the 24th and 25th, we'll be broadcasting from Radio Row in the Galaxy Ballroom at the Circa. We're going to be streaming, so check out our YouTube channels, please, so you can join in on the fun. There's going to be lots of radio stations there and Great podcasts across the country talking about some football, talking about the circuit contest. Going to have some great guests and show you exactly how you can sign up from anywhere in the world, anywhere in the country, of course, uh, for these massive contests. The circuit is the best one that I know of right now, and it's certainly going to be one that I'll be joining as soon as I sign up. I'm also going to be giving away some shirts, hats, and whatever else at 11 a.m. on Friday, the 25th, right in the Circus Sportsbook. I'll take a seat by Maddie at footballcontest.com, and uh, he'll be signing you up when you come meet with us, but we would love to, for you to come by, grab a shirt, grab a whatever we have left, obviously. Would certainly love to see you and uh, talk to you a little bit about some football coming up for the 2023 season. All right, my friends, without further ado, let's get into a little NFL preseason week two all right nfl preseason week two brought to you by bet fred sports it's uh i've been waiting for these lines to come out i was, I was actually right in front of the monitor checking my phone if i had to leave for most of the afternoon and night and it took a long time for these lines to come out as a matter of fact uh DraftKings wasn't the first book to come out. <laughs> it wasn't them this time. And, you know, they to say they're the sharpest book. I tend to disagree a little bit about that. But uh, the good news is that these lines are out. And I was able to make some plays myself and send them out to premium members. Uh, obviously, if a line moves too much, we'll certainly uh, jump on the other side of that. But uh, either way, I'm going to share my screen here. And we're going to go over some of my thoughts here on these preseason games. We're going to start out with uh, the Cleveland Browns against the Eagles. You can see on our Betfred sports screen, uh, Cleveland Browns are dogs by about four points, right? Total 37 and a half. Now I'm never going to, well, it's going to be very rare if I ever lean to the over when it comes to a preseason game. But uh, important thing about the Eagles is Nick Sirianni is there and they're big favorites here, right? Four points is a pretty large favorite when it comes to preseason football. You have to remember that the ones and twos come up a lot more frequently than people even know, right? Uh, the interesting thing about this, too, is if you want to look at Nick Sirianni's record at Philadelphia, it hasn't been good. I mean, he's only one and one in the middle, right? And for the Philadelphia Eagles, he is only one and four coming into this year. In preseason football, this sample size is not big enough. It's not quite big enough yet to come to any conclusions here about how he's going to do in the preseason. But the thing that scares me a little bit about betting the other side is that, yeah, he, he did win a middle of the week game, a week three game, sorry, week two game now in preseason. It'd be week three if it was a uh, week two or three if it was back in 2021 or before. But he's got a few things to figure out there. Uh, he did play tough against the Ravens, if you remember. He was calling timeouts at the end of that game, and Brown had to get a, a first down with his legs, right? 
So he got a first down with his legs and able to uh, put it away for the Ravens and all those betters that laid the money for the Ravens. But uh, I think what's important to know is that, you know, Cleveland Browns, they've done very good in their Hall of Fame week. They really played a bunch of nobodies last week and they weren't able to get it done. So, uh, you know, they're looking at the Eagles. They're looking at home field. They're looking at the Eagles bench as being certainly better than the Cleveland Browns bench. I, I wouldn't say by too much personally. I think that the Eagles, you know, could play some really bad players actually, but, you know, they lost to Washington. Uh, now they're going to Philadelphia. My opinion is that this spread is a little bit too high. I think that you're going to see that in the marketplace too. You're going to see some people throw some money on the Cleveland Browns and why not? Because Stefanski hasn't been bad in the preseason 2-0, week one, one and one in the middle weeks and one and one in the final week. So not a big sample size for Stefanski, but you have to remember they're one and one so far this season. You know, is Jalen Hurts going to come out this week? This line kind of implies that a little bit. Does that matter because they're probably going to pull him right away? You have to think about that as well. So I'm going to give you a strong lean right now to the Brownies. Uh, next, we have the Carolina Panthers versus the New York Giants. New York Giants home field straight minus three, minus 105. So that means that there's a little bit of money coming in Carolina. Uh, Carolina, we don't have any information on really um, of Bryce Young. I, I guess Bryce Young's probably going to start again. You know, I mean, maybe worth a first half bet, but he was terrible and the, his offensive line was terrible. His first game and man, did they get beat pretty bad last week. I will say that it, w whenever there's a team in the preseason that gets embarrassed, you got to look to them the next week. I, you know, the Giants, Dayball, I don't have a great verdict on him. He's only in his year two. He already lost. He was one of my losses last week. I was on the Giants and they almost won that game. Being that both these teams lost, they're probably giving a little more love to the Giants. But, man, Cleveland, uh, Carolina was embarrassed last week. And when you're embarrassed like that, I don't like to fade teams that were embarrassed, especially in the preseason, because maybe they will uh, show something and, and they need a little bit more of a feel-good game coming into this week. Next game, we got the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Atlanta Falcons. This is a massive spread. Atlanta's minus seven right now in Betfred Sports. Total 38 and a half. Yeah, these totals, there's a lot of games that went over the total last week, so you're seeing a little bit higher totals. Well, you know, Atlanta, they looked pretty ugh, not great last week, in my opinion, but did Cincinnati. They had their moments against the Packers, but Zach Taylor is a preseason fade in general. If you want to look at Zach Taylor's record, 3-7 and seven in the preseason. What's he, 3-8 and eight now because he lost to the Packers? Uh, he's one in three in the middle weeks. So that kind of tells me maybe I want to look to fade them. Uh, well, Atlanta, Arthur Smith, one and one in uh, week one, oh, and two when it comes to week two. So even though the Falcons beat the Dolphins, the Dolphins only scored three points. It's not like they looked all that great either. <sighs> Still got to lean to the dog here, you know. In preseason football, any dog above three points has to be really looked at. Any dog above six points, you have to really th consider making a play on that. You know, so what are we at here? Seven points. I will probably end up being on this uh, if it doesn't change here 
in the next few minutes because I, I don't know how it got up to seven. Uh, I must have missed something. But the Bengals being seven-point dogs, even with an unmotivated coach, it feels a little bit too much. Now, the Falcons will probably try to get Desmond Ritter going more, and you know for a fact that Joe Burrow isn't playing, so that's why you're seeing it so big. But now seven's a little bit too big. This is probably a play. Next, we have the Detroit Lions, and they are hosting the Jaguars. The Lions are plus four. The total is 39.5, another pretty high total based upon the adjustment from last week. Uh, Jaguars, I would say Peterson, a little bit more prone to want to win uh, in the preseason. You know, looking at some of their records, Dan Campbell um, for the uh, Lions, 0-2, 1-1-0-2. You know, he's more of a losing coach here coming into this week. He was 1-5 coming into the season in uh, preseason football. And now he actually has a chance to maybe play a few more players. But I thought the Lions played pretty strong throughout the whole game last game. But does it warrant this kind of a spread? I, I, I don't know. I, I would lean towards the Lions for sure because looking at the other coach, you know, he, I don't think that Peterson is really going to be trying to win this game. I mean, you're not going to see a heck of a lot of Lawrence, right? You're not going to see, you might not see any of them. I would assume that he would come in and maybe play some being at this spread so big. Like what am I missing here is, is what I'm trying to figure out here because uh, Peterson and I got to find Jacksonville one in four the first week, but he's five and four in the middle weeks. Five and four is almost 50%. You can't get anything from five and four. You know, that, that tells you absolutely nothing here. I'll share my screen uh, at five and four. Jacksonville, in general, eight and 12. So why the heck is he this much of a, of a favorite here? I, I don't know. Certainly a strong lean here for me to Detroit. Um, we'll try to gather some more information about that. Next game, the Dolphins at the Texans. Texans is minus three. The total is 39 and a half. Well, the Dolphins were a team that looked very embarrassed last week. But the Dolphins also, Mike McDaniel does not care about preseason football so far. Not a big enough sample size. But obviously for the Houston Texans, D'Amico Ryans, we don't know really anything about him minus last week. So maybe more of a stay away uh, in this situation with two coaches that are quite young. And quite inexperienced. Next game, the Buffalo Bills at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is preseason hell right now. This game, preseason hell. And the reason why it's preseason hell is that these coaches are both bet on coaches. Sean McDermott, 12 and 7 coming into the season. He's now 13 and 7 from last week. You know, that is not good. Mike Tomlin. 38 and 24 at 61 percent now he's 39 and 24. that's big you know so uh unfortunately this is the home field advantage is what you're seeing you know you're seeing the minus two and a half because the market's like okay we'll give them two and a half points for home field advantage i i still lean to the bills here in this situation because i'm getting points is it enough for me to bet in a preseason game? If it was three, it would be. Probably not a two and a half, but 
we'll wait on that one and see what, what kind of information comes out as well. Uh, Chicago Bears at Indianapolis Coach. Well, I'll tell you this. Matt Eberflus is 4-0 so far. So that looks pretty good. And we don't know too much about what's going on with the Colts. Obviously, uh, Shane Steichen lost that first game. That was an easy bet for us on the other side. That could start to get embarrassing. He's a new coach, so maybe he does pump them up a little bit more to play against the Bears. But the Bears aren't exactly looking to get Fields hurt. And Fields only played a few snaps. He was three for three. And, you know, most of his passing yards came from the run after the catch. You know, if you saw DJ Moore make that awesome play, and I believe it was Khalil Herbert as well on a screenplay. Can't get that excited about that. But, I mean, I'm not going to fade the Bears that are 4 0. But at the same time, I'm not going to necessarily jump on the Colts right away either. More of a head scratcher for me. Definitely lean the dog in this situation. But what I do think is that Anthony Richardson is going to play a lot longer and a lot, hopefully a lot better. But I just don't like this Colts team in general coming into this season. So uh, lean to the Bears for sure at three and a half. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks versus New York Jets. And I took this as a bet and I will give this out as well as a bet. I'm betting the Jets and I bet them at plus 110. Uh, I believe it's now at minus one five. Uh, sorry, minus one thirty five on Betfred, as you can see right here. That's too bad. Uh, I got it early, so it looks like I'm ahead of this line move. No, I got it at minus one ten, so I'm twenty five cents ahead of the line move. It, I thought it was plus one ten. Just trying to remember. I mean, this is just a simple simple situation. I'm not making a decision yet on coach, right? I'm not going to say that uh, Robert Sala being 6-0 and now is for sure going to win, but his sample size is getting a lot better. And when you look on the other side, Todd Bowles, what's he, 7-13 and now, 7-12 and coming into preseason. I don't think that Todd Bowles cares. 2-7 and in the middle weeks of preseason football. The only thing he has going for him is that he has some quarterbacks motivated to make the team, but isn't Baker Mayfield maybe a second-string quarterback by now anyway? <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I Kyle Trask, I, even with the motivation there, I think Sal has definitely got a good chance sitting here at home. This is an easy play for me for two stars. Uh, we're going to grab that uh, for sure. Uh the Jets, even at minus 135, I like it for two stars. I think they win the game. I'd lay all the way up to minus 160, 170. I doubt it's going to get that high. But uh, that that's going to be the play. Two stars on the Jets. Duh. Winning. Next game, the Chiefs versus the Cardinals. And the Cardinals are massive. Plus seven and a half dogs. And the thought process here is that Mahomes is going to play a little bit more. He did get in last game, okay? He did get in last game, but I don't I can't imagine he's going to play that much. I think Andy Reid likes to do his uh dress rehearsal a little bit more in the middle weeks, but he's still only 22 and 21 in the middle weeks while you know, Arizona just tasted victory with Jonathan Gannon the very first week. He's got some stuff going on with Colt McCoy and some other quarterbacks there. 
seven and a half. Seriously, <laughs> that's kind of a big. That's kind of a big spread here coming into the week. So you know what direction I'm probably going to go with this one. Uh, next game, the New England Patriots against the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are minus two. The total of this game is 37. Uh, Packers got a nice win against the Bengals. Patriots plus 105 on the money line. But here's the deal. This is where you want to capitalize on coaching motivation. I think the Packers got their win. And yes, they want to see some more uh, Jordan Love, but they also don't want to injure Jordan Love. If they know they're going to start Jordan Love, they know they're going to start Jordan Love, right? It doesn't matter to LaFleur. You know, he's not going to injure his guy trying to figure something out. He's one and three in the middle weeks of preseason football, right? One and three in the middle weeks. That doesn't bode well while Bill Belichick for the New England Patriots, 26 and 17 in the middle weeks. There you have it, my friends. I am going pure on coaching motivation. And the fact that Belichick's got some things to figure out, might see some Mac Jones this game. I think that Patriots win this. I I'm betting the Patriots do. I took a plus 105 on the Patriots. I actually gave it out at plus 100. I don't know why I did that. Maybe it wasn't available at 105 when I made the play. But I'm taking the Patriots here for two stars. So there's another free play right off the bat uh, coming into this week. Next week we have, or next game I should say, not next week, the T- Tennessee Titans versus the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are two-point home dogs, plus 115 on the money line, total 37 and a half. All right, so the Vikings, I mean, they have a lot to work out. You know that Cousins is going to start. Do they play him a little bit? I'm not sure. Kevin O'Connell sucks in the preseason. He's like 0-4 right now. Of course, the sample size is not big enough, so I can't really say that with conviction, but so far he has, right? So, you know, that that's interesting, but at the same time, Mike Vrabel, middle weeks, he's only two and four in preseason. Mike Vrabel for the year, what is he, six and nine now, six and eight coming into this season. So you have both losing coaches playing each other, both losing coaches. I'll tell you this is uh, draft picks certainly didn't, didn't look so good this week. And you know, he's not going to start Tannehill coming into this game. You know, uh, that's that would be a huge mistake, in my opinion, trying to throw your main guy in because you know you kind of look bad uh i don't know what to say about the titans uh let's see who else might be playing for them a little bit i i assume will levis uh, is going to start and malik willis is going to come in but that could be flip-flopped um malik willis has kind of been a bust already according to many football people but he's fighting for his life here i don't want to fade a guy necessarily who's fighting for his football life you know he's going to try hard and you already saw it with a few guys last week that were going to get cut they played really good with phillips on the bears you know it it happens like that so not really interested in a side at this point here on this game and if anything i would probably lean to the titans just because i think they have a better defensive coach and defensive mind and Defense tends to show up a little bit better in the preseason. Uh, Next, we have the Denver Broncos at the San Francisco 49ers. Eh, I mean, he was. This is one that kind of bucked my trend a little bit. I didn't bet it, thank goodness. Um, 
but Kyle Shanahan's 10 and 8, but now he's 10 and 9. But he was really good in week one until last week. He got destroyed by the Raiders, right? So looking at Kyle Shanahan in the middle weeks, he's four and four. Can't really make that much of a decision on Kyle Shanahan based upon coaching motivation at four and four. It's 50%, literally. While, you know, Denver Broncos have the uh, Sean Payton, who's 18 and 10 <laughs> in the middle weeks. 18 and 10. That's pretty significant to me. Yet, guess who looked really bad? The whole 49ers team, really, the offensive line. But Trey Lance was horrible. This is literally Trey Lance's last chance, maybe, even to make this team, you know? So just because of that, it makes me stay off the Broncos on the money line side at minus 180. But, uh, I mean, minus four, I'm not going to lay minus four when the Niners look this bad, even though it's a preseason game, even though that Sean Payton is just so good in the middle weeks. It just scares me going against Shanahan and when he just looks so bad the very first week. So I'm going to tread lightly with that one. I'm probably I, I, I'm probably going to watch this line a little bit. I wouldn't doubt if this goes back to three. I could see this thing going back to three for sure. The next one we have is the Raiders versus the Rams. Now the Raiders are minus three and a half. The total on this is 36.5, but we're going right back to the Raiders that look great in the preseason. Josh McDaniels is 2-1 and one in the middle weeks of the preseason. Um, but, you know, like the issue is uh, he's not that great as a whole, right? Not enough sample size is what I should have said. That's the real issue, but what, what are we going to get here now that he won his first preseason game? He's 7-6. and six. Is that going to mean anything? You know, probably not. And then on the other side of the coin, the Rams, McVay is one of the worst preseason guys out there, two and eight right now. He doesn't care about preseason. And that's why you see the spread at plus three and a half. So that's very important to pay attention to, too. Um, not really jumping to take the Rams. I would lean the Rams at three and a half, but I'll be waiting on that one as well. Uh, Cowboys versus the Seahawks. The Cowboys... Should have covered the four and a half last week. That was my other loss. Um, I think I gave it out at four, though, so that just would have been a push. But it was four and a half in many books. At, well, I, I don't know if it was after or before I gave it out, but uh, Seattle, Pete Carroll is a fantastic preseason coach. Fantastic. But what you're going to see here is people bet the Cowboys because seven's too high. When the limits start rising a little bit, you're going to see this number go from seven to six. If you want to chase one point in line value, I don't blame you. You can. Um, then you have some options. But in my opinion, um, this is not going to stay at seven. I really believe it's going to go down a little bit, even though Pete Carroll's so good in the preseason. Pete Carroll doesn't care about blowing you out. Pete Carroll just cares about winning in the preseason, and his record is 26 and 20 right now, 27 and 20, I guess, after last week. But if you look at Pete Carroll in the middle, he's right at 11 and 11. Yeah, you're definitely going to see some buyback here um, against the Cowboys. McCarthy, 30 and 31 right now. So he's kind of a 50% coach himself. But he is also 18 and 10 in the middle weeks. So well, there you go. Uh, maybe McCarthy tries a little bit more in the middle weeks here. And you might see 
maybe even a deck sighting or something uh, for this game a little bit. So that's interesting. Next game, let's move on to the – that's it, actually. Nope, nope, that's not it. Sorry. Saints. That was it for Saturday. Saints versus Chargers is the game on Sunday. And it's funny. There's only one game on Sunday, I believe, and then one game on Monday. Uh, the Chargers are three-point dogs at home. Uh, the total of this game is 37 and a half. Now, I know Staley beat his buddy or his whoever he shares this, the, the uh, uh, stadium with and Sean McVay. But who cares? McVay doesn't care about preseason in general. Neither does Brandon Staley. One and one first week. Now he's probably two and one. Zero and two in the middle weeks and zero and two in the final weeks. Brandon Staley does not care about preseason football, right? So that's important to know. But the Saints, Dennis Allen, he doesn't care in general either. They had a good showing last week, but two and five in the middle weeks. These are two unmotivated coaches here, in my opinion. And whenever there's unmotivated coaches facing off, you always look a little bit more towards the dog here in this situation. So the market looks at it like um, the spread being pretty small. We'll pull it back up here. I just lost it. It is, like I said, three minus 115 actually on the three side. So they expect to see more out of the Saints. But with two unmotivated coaches, in my opinion, unmotivated to win, you always – look a little bit more towards the dog. But the problem is that Staley's just been so bad in the preseason. It's a smelly one. It's, it's one of the, it's one you hold your nose. But this one gives a three and a half. I'll play it. I'll play a three and a half in the Chargers. So be watching that line. And finally, the preseason god, Mr. John Harbaugh, is three and a half points favorites against the Commanders. Uh, money line's at minus 175. Uh, I think there's obviously a ton of value here. I mean, why would I not tell you to? play the Ravens when they, they've won 24 in a row. The money line is hit on the Ravens 24 times in a row, all right? There's a prop out there in FanDuel that says, will he go undefeated in the preseason? Right now it's at plus 100. Yes. He plays Todd Bowles next week. You know, so, I mean, you can almost pencil that in as well, unless Todd Bowles, for some reason, really wants to win his final preseason game, um, I, I don't mind taking that prop either. It's you, you, If you assume that the Ravens are going to be six-point favorites laying minus 220 or so, you're getting kind of close to plus 100 anyway. I mean, a money line parlay probably makes more sense. But no, I mean, the Ravens at minus 125 is great value here at Betfred. And uh, some other books already passed minus 200. So I'm, re I'm really shocked that Betfred's being so generous here. So, well, thank you to Betfred Sports for such wonderful lines. So there you have it, though. You know, that's the plays we're going to make. Um, might be a parlay a little bit later in the week when these lines get a little bit more in hand. Some of these sevens go to minus five and a half, and, but I still like the side, like for Seattle. I can see them being a parlay piece. But right now the Patriots and the Jets are certainly the, my bet on teams, both for two stars. My friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Odds Breakers. Hope you enjoyed our preseason breakdowns. Hope to start fantasy football next week. Have not been able to get my schedule lined up with Dave yet, but that will be coming very soon. Hoping to hit running backs next week. Percentage of carries and touches would be wonderful to bring to you just like we do every year. 
next week on our show. But later this week, we'll have a great guest talking some college football. Kelly Ford is coming on, talking about his wonderful ratings and statistics, as well as the Sun Belt. Have a great rest of your week, and go get some winners.